Hi, welcome to Responsa Radio Kids Edition, where kids ask and we answer questions of Jewish law in modern times. I'm Rabbi Avi Killip, here with Rabbi Ethan Tucker, and we are recording this episode with a little help from Hadar's Children and Families Division, which you may know from our weekly Parsha magazine, Dvash, and our Parsha podcast, Torah Time. Find out more and subscribe at hadar.org slash kids. Today's question comes from Avital, who is a sixth grader from Yonkers, New York. Hi, I'm Avital, and I'm from Yonkers, New York, and in sixth grade. My question is, did the Chachamim with last names? If so, why aren't they mentioned in the Talmud? In addition, when did last names start anyway? Chachamim is just a word that means wise people, but I think the sense in which Avital is using it, it's Chachamim in the sense of Chachamenu zichronam livracha, our sages of blessed memory, meaning the rabbis in the Mishnah and the Talmud. We'll sometimes just call them for short Chachamim. They're like the rabbis, the wise people, the sages. Great. So what were some of their names? (laughs) Yeah, so a lot of them just have simple names like Rabbi Akiva, Rabbi Eliezer, Rabbi Yehoshua, And we just encounter them that way, where they get this rabbi or rav at the beginning of their name. Rabbi is just Hebrew for rabbi. And then their first name. And it doesn't seem like there's anything really more than that to who they are. Yeah, it's interesting. Sometimes at Hadar, we call rabbis by their last name. I might call you Rabbi Tucker. And sometimes we call rabbis by their first name. I might call you Ravetan. Yeah, that's right. And different places today handle that in different ways. And the places that do Rav and then just the person's first name, like Rav Avi, they're doing something like you see in the Mishnah and in the Talmud, where mostly people are just Rabbi and then their first name. And that's why we have this great question, like, do they have last names at all? All right, so let's start off. Sometimes they have a longer name where they throw in their parents' names. So actually, sometimes you'll see Rabbi Yehoshua referred to as Rabbi Yehoshua ben Hanania, where Hanania is his father's name. Or Rabbi Eliezer will be called Rabbi Eliezer ben Hurkanus where Hurkanus is a kind of Greek type of name, but that was his father's name. So that's not exactly a last name, but it's a way where people were known by something more than just their first name. There's another rabbi, Rav Mari Bar Rachel. He was known by his mother's name, Rav Mari, the son of Rachel. So that makes me think of the way that we call people up to the Torah when they say a blessing before before a reading of the Torah or take an aliyah, as we call it. Um, I've heard people use that framing of name in that context. Why do you think we do that? Yeah, so it goes to the idea that part of what we're trying to do when we talk to a person is and talk about a person is locate them in some larger family and larger family tree. Particularly when we're doing something like an aliyah to the Torah, we're kind of saying, how did this person come to be standing here as a Jew to get an aliyah? And truth be told, they're not just like, they don't appear out of nowhere. 
and show up at the Torah, they're there because their parents gave birth to them. And if their parents were Jewish, then it's because literally of their parents' Jewishness that they are Jewish. And even when someone converts to Judaism and decides to become Jewish midway through life, we still say, oh, they're ben Avraham Avinu. They're ben Sarah Imenu. They are the children of Avraham and Sarah, who are kind of, you know, their parents in a spiritual way that brought them into this moment of having an aliyah to the Torah. The ultimate parents. Yeah, that's right. So you might not think that's a last name. Right to say if let's say I'm Eitan Ben Harav Aharon Vehadasa, okay, which would be like my fuller name, but actually, if you think about it, a lot of last names today are actually like that, even in English. So if someone has a last name Aronson, well, the last name Aronson just means son of Aaron, or in Hebrew Ben Aharon. Right. And it's just the English way of saying that. So a lot of the last names that people walk around with today, if any of them have son, or if you have Russian names that end in ovich or ovna, those are ways in Russian of saying ben or bat, the child of the person who is part of the rest of the name. So it helps us figure out not only which family someone's from, but maybe sometimes even a little bit a little bit about them, a little bit about their family. Yeah, that's right. We learn something about their parents and maybe who they were. The other thing that it can help with, and this is true of last names in general, what if you have more than one Yoshua in a community? Like when I was a little kid, I had another Ethan in my class. So I was known as Ethan T and he was known as Ethan L because right. they couldn't just use our first names and tell us apart. I have to say, uh, where where we work at Hadar, there's more than one Rav Avi, actually. So we also have to include our last names in order to know, well, is it Rav Avi Killip or is it Rav Avi Straussberg? Yeah, that's right. An old problem. All right, so that's... Part one of the answer to the question is they did have sort of extended names of adding on Ben or Bat to make clear who their parents were. And that kind of extended their name. And we see that with some people still today in other languages as well. But then there's another kind of sort of last name, which is talking about something they did or their profession. So Yohanan was a common name that people had, but one of the Chachamim is known as Rabbi Yohanan Hasandlar, which means Rabbi Yohanan who made shoes, right. like sandals, or Rabbi Yitzchak Napacha, which means Rabbi Yitzchak who was a blacksmith. And this too is a kind of last name that many of us have. If you ever met someone with the last name Schneider, that just means a tailor. And it means there was someone who was a tailor at some point, and they were known as Muttle the Tailor in the place where they lived. And then that might have been taken on as like a family identity. Maybe there was even a family business. 
And all the kids and grandkids of that family would then also be known as Schneider, even if eventually not all of them were tailors. Yes, I actually was born with the name Avi Goldman, which I always assume has some connection perhaps to, I don't know, being a goldsmith or working with gold in some way. Yeah, and we see from names like Rabbi Yochanan Sandlar, that was very old. People were known by their professions. Um, now, there's one more kind of last name that you'll sometimes see um, in the Mishnah and the Talmud. Uh, I'll give you an example of it, and we can see what do we think is going on there. Rabbi Natan Habavli. Let's mm. say you talk about, there's Rabbi Natan, and it says he is the Bavli, which means he is from Babylonia. He's from Bavel. So what's the one thing we probably know for sure about where Rabbi Natan doesn't live? I would say Israel. <laughs> well, why would you say that? He's from Babylonia. <laughs> Very good. That's what you would think, right? He must be from Babylonia. But if you think about it, if he's from Babylonia and he lives in Babylonia, ah, no why one would, we would call him that. Everyone would be Rabbi Natan Abavli. So actually, maybe he probably lives in Israel if that's the only other place Jews lived at the time. But the one thing you probably know about him for sure is when he got right. that name, he wasn't living in Babylonia. Now, maybe he just came for a visit, right? And he lives there all the time. But actually, sometimes these last names, they're like opposite. So if you ever meet someone today with the last name Ashkenazi, it means they are Sephardi, meaning their last name is Ashkenazi, which means they come from Ashkenazi Jewish communities in Europe. But no one in Europe would call someone else an Ashkenazi because they were all Ashkenazi. That is confusing. So they must be the kids of someone who moved from Europe to somewhere like North Africa or Iraq. And they were like, oh, that guy's an Ashkenazi. We'll call him, you know, Yehuda Ashkenazi. And then what happens after that is they stay there. They live there. They pass on that family name. But by the time you're eight generations later, those kids are part of the local culture. And of course, they are not Ashkenazi anymore, but they still hold that name. So one of the things that makes that really interesting is that many American Jews last names were were chosen or created actually when they came into this country or when their family originally uh, immigrated into America at some point over the course of history. Um, and that's when their name got sort of written down or, or sometimes changed. I know in, in my mother's case, um, there was a long German last name that got shortened when they came in through Ellis Island. Um, so it's interesting to hear, actually, the concept of a last name is something that develops when you move from one region to another, actually has these ancient uh, roots in the Talmud, even. Yeah, that's right. People are getting last names slapped on them by other people um, when they move into their space. So that gives a little bit of an idea of kind of how they did have last names in certain ways and how we see some of that until today. But Avital is right that 
They don't have last names in the same way we have them, where you pass it on to your kids. It's not just sort of about you, but they get that name. Like you might have been Aaron's son because you were actually the son of a person named Aaron. Mm -hmm. But then if your kid, if your name's Michael and you're passing on the name Aronson to them, so that already means something else. And for the most part, that really kicked into gear when you had governments trying to organize everyone and have like databases of names and keeping track of people and you wanted to know clearly over time who's in what family, they started to really insist and to want to know, what's your last name? And then I can track who your kids are. And today, when people do last names in lots of different ways, so for instance, my wife and I have different last names we didn't change our names when we got married. And some of our kids have my name and some of our kids have her name. There's not like as simple a way in all families today to tell how everyone's related just by last name. And that's interesting in terms of thinking about what's going to be the role of the last name as we go forward. Yeah, I also think there's something interesting about whether you feel that your last name is part of your Jewish identity or whether you feel that the other formulation of I am Avi Bat Ruvain Vatova, like I am, you know, the child of my parents' Hebrew names, does that feel more authentic to your Hebrew name? You know, my, my name in particular, Killip, is hard to spell in Hebrew because there isn't really a final P sound in Hebrew. So it ends up looking very strange if you try to write it out, um, which sort of every time I write my name in Hebrew, I have this feeling of like, oh, this isn't really what my Hebrew last name should be, even though obviously my first name is Hebrew all the way through. There's no English version. <laughs> this has been a fascinating question, Avital. Thank you so much for writing it. And for everyone who's listening, whether you are a kid or a grown-up, I encourage you to look into what's your last name? What's the history of it? Where did it come from? And does it have anything to teach you about your, your family history or maybe your Judaism? Do you have a halachic question you'd like answered on Kids Response Radio? Email us at halacha at hadar.org. H-A-L-A-K-H-A-H at hadar.org. You can tell us your name and age and where you're writing from, or you can ask anonymously. We'd love to hear from you. Response Radio is a project of the Hadar Institute. Thanks to Jeremy Tabak for producing this podcast and to Evan Feist for editing this episode.